Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 69 of the Badoos podcast. This is my conversation with David James. This conversation is made possible thanks to the generous support of my patrons. Thank you all so much. And if you would like to support this podcast as a patron, you can do so by jumping onto patreon.com forward slash Butters. But for now, thank you again for tuning into episode 69 of the Butters podcast, my conversation with David James. Enjoy. Anyway, right now is about you. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the Slightly Improved Shit Show. <laughs> Why is it a shit show? <laughs> I don't know. Everything seems calm on the outside, but it's, it's chaos on the inside. Oh. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's actually it's, it's the handle on my Instagram, actually. And someone pointed it out to me today. I've had it there for a while. I just put it there because it's funny. And I, you know, I like... Is there truth to it, though? Um, Many a truth is said in jest, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm always looking for um, some... I'm always... I'm always seeking serenity. (laughs) Serenity? Yeah, because um, it's just... um, uh, Your life life can be a bit chaotic. I think it's just me and um, in my job it's always something different you know like I'm either doing at the moment for example I make a bit of money um, doing weddings and so this season is all about two years worth of cancellations from COVID cancellations all jammed into one summer and then managing that with all the fashion and portraiture stuff that I do is it's gonna be a busy summer so it is it does feel like a shit show ahead yeah yeah so um, so is it a situation still where your passion would lie in portraiture or fashion yes yeah but the bills are paid primarily through wedding photography or has it changed well I love it all I think I, I really do like I think um, one of the th- great things about doing weddings is that um, having to make decisions on the fly in real time um, and constant it's a like the 10 or 12 hours that I'm at a wedding um, it's just constant problem solving so it's like I turn up oh thank you I turn up on the day, it looks how it is, the weather is how it is, and you just got to like deal with it and make everything look amazing. Um, So I've really brought that kind of adaptability to the fashion and portraiture stuff. I really do think I could turn up no matter what and be at peace with what I do, you know, and and, and, and get a really good job done. So the wedding stuff is really is really supportive of all, all the fashion and portraiture stuff that I do. I, I think so. So being... So the lessons learned from fashion photography actually make you a better... Uh, from wedding photography make you a better fashion photographer yeah. because you can problem solve on the fly. Absolutely. And the... the yeah, it is cool. Um, the fashion stuff is is great for um, flexing their creative um, yeah. muscles. Um, but you've been doing photography, so the last time you and I did an interview was back when I was writing for, writing specifically about fashion in the written form. Yes. Um, but you have been doing photography for a long time. So I, this is probably a naive question, uh, like a, a naive statement, but I almost imagine there wouldn't be anything knew that you would learn. I like I imagine you've had so much experience 
such that you could kind of walk onto a set with that peace and serenity regardless. I don't know if that's the case. Oh, I, it's funny. Um, I think the environment for photography has changed. Like, there's just so m- much happening now in the world, and there's so many people creating things. I'm constantly like, I'm I'm an image junkie. Like, I'm either if I'm not on Instagram, I love Pinterest. It's kind of like a little secret addiction for me. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. So, um, but I'm always like green with envy some it, it, when I see someone else's brilliant ideas you know I, I especially love some of the stuff that's coming out of Japan like there's some really crazy kooky editorial stuff like they're just pushing boundaries over there and in China um, yeah just really oh god it's, it's so good um, but even and in New Zealand you know like I see like a lot of young photographers coming up having these amazing ideas and I'm just like oh my god that's inspiring. It, it's motivating in two ways. I just want to um, try and figure out how they did it, and secondly, I'm totally jealous as well. But it's kind of like that, um, that spark. That, that's 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 what it's all about. Like for me, is that inspiration of just like you know, I can't just put it down and go, yep. I know this is my style and da da da. I'd really just love to keep trying new things. And it, that sounds like a fucking cliche. I know. I've got to keep. I've got to keep moving and trying new things. Um, but I don't, I don't think it sounds like a cliche. But is it a? Is it stressful? Like, is it a constant? You know, the, the those that are image-based as well, which you are as a yes. photographer. Um, I wonder whether or not it can be a constant source of stress, conscious or subconscious, yeah. that you are constant, that you are comparing yourself to other photographers around the Absolutely. world, um, and that you may do an amazing shoot, which everyone who looks at could say that is mm. fucking fantastic, mm. and you yourself as a photographer might be thinking, not good enough, not good enough, oh. not happy with it, not good enough. Uh, like yeah. yeah that that's and that's totally it for me it doesn't it, I, I I don't know if that's a symptom of you know some kind of pathology or something that you know it's really you know never being satisfied and all that stuff but I I do sometimes you know I'll see someone's work and I'll like literally weep you know or like uh, on the inside it's just so good that I just like oh, man okay I've got to set the bar higher or just kind of like try something different and just kind of break old habits that yeah and that's the key is like man um, when I turn up to a gig and it's just like I'm doing the same thing rolling through the motions I know it's yeah but why is that why is that a bad what's that you love a good shake-up but why is that a why is that a bad thing yeah it's not a bad it it, it it, it it's feels just a constant drive that you have to. It feels a bit hurty hurty on the inside, <laughs> like the technical scientific yeah, term hurty hurty. Yeah, the hurty hurty in the heart is sort of like, oh god, it's just like, and I think that that is part of it. I, I mean, I I don't people say you know oh you've got a really good voice and a language, but I don't think I've found that yet. It feels uh, uh, like a shit show on the inside. <laughs> Like it really does. It feels manic, you know. Right. <laughs> it feels really manic. But if people yeah. are saying to you that you have a great voice in what you do, yes, is, is yes. that not That's is that not reinforce? Is that not yeah. good for you and settling and 
yeah i don't know how we got onto this topic but it was like <laughs> i was gonna like i had an idea of like me sharing some wisdom and advice on this <laughs> is wisdom though <laughs> Do you know how many? Do you know how many people have that mask and that facade, and behind that is a total shit show? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. We, 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 in fact, we are all probably like that. We are all yeah. doing the best we can to look like we are in control. Yes. And we all have our little shit shows running. Our brains are going manic. We are comparing ourselves to others. We're feeling like we're not enough. We're feeling like we need to be doing more. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to say that um, when I, I think, I think there's this. They there's, there's some kind of. I think they call it the artist's fallacy, where it's like artist has idea, artist artist executes idea, or like has the creative process and then artists delivers product you know like it starts from idea to product but oftentimes it's actually i'd say all the time um it's um it's problem solving it's kind of dealing with constraints um dealing with your anxiety dealing with fear um the struggle and then coming out the other end and then justifying it somehow or rationalizing it somehow and making it seem like it was like oh yeah that was my idea that was my initial inspiration that was deliberate that was exactly what i wanted in the first place and it's total bullshit i reckon you know i think um creativity is just kind of like i think the the times i've been the most creative is when i take two really separate ideas and just kind of like jam them together in some ways and it's just like oh that looks cool you know but it's oftentimes it's just a mistake it's sort of um, playing around until it feels right and I don't know what that where that feeling comes from but there's something on the inside that goes yes that's it that's it and <laughs> so, so, then, so then so then you're admitting that you have had shoots where you you have felt that yep that's that feels right that yeah, shoot was absolutely right. yeah and it just clicks so often the process especially with a fashion shoot or a campaign or lookbook is you know there'll be a mood board and we're like we want it to look like this okay let's have it look like that and it doesn't look like that at the end at all but it's something that's the interpretation of that initial idea um, but absolutely there have been times where I've been like oh fuck that's the magic you know that that is something unique that's special but um, the intention is wobbly you know all the way yeah and and it's um, yeah so, so why do you <laughs> I can't explain no it. no you are explaining it. Yeah. so why do you continue to do it then it, it yeah. sounds like it's such an intense process and it's every every shoot that you're part of just could bring up this I don't know imposter syndrome anxiety stress feel you know all of that why why do you do you've done hundreds of shoots maybe even thousands I don't know by this stage but why do you why do you persevere with that then if, if, it, if it's all a shit show behind as you say yeah, that's that's a really good question, and like, man, I I really want to I I kind of at times alone when I'm doing the housework and stuff like that, you know, I imagine that question being asked by someone who was interviewing me, <laughs> like you are now, 
and um, it's because in all of that, in all of that, in, in the shit show, there's always this nugget of freedom and this reminder of this kind of um, liberty uh, of life. I kind of touch something on the other side that is transcends the norm, the the the, the, the banal, the, the fucking profane. Um, it feels it's this kind of like little little morsel morsel of um, uh, spiritual freedom or something like that. And it's the reason why I actually do when if you on a shoot with me what I try to nurture at least is first of all really good vibes you know zero toxicity put your egos at the door you know we're all there to do create something that tr transcends all of us you know and and in that I try to nurture a sense of freedom with the sub my subjects you know um, with the designer you know let's just kind of like um, you know drop the anchors for a little bit and let's kind of have this little bit of flying for a while you know I don't know these are terrible metaphors I know but you know just kind of like let's fly for a little bit and and be you know have a little bit of um, freedom and so that's what it feels like it's just kind of like it's almost yeah it's a very spiritual experience for lack of a better word um, so, so could it be the like what Jordan Peterson said you know the yin and the yang within the there's chaos within control and, there, and there's control within chaos is that right um, or calm there's chaos within calm and there's calm within chaos yeah. I find so yeah. within the shit show there are these there will always exist these moments of kind of serenity coming back to what you said yeah where everything just feels right and it makes sense and there's that freedom and that creativity that just feels right yeah, you see Jordan Peterson just then, and I kind of like I've always like I've always had problems yeah. with him. I know he's a really oh, a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people do, and I and I've read his I read his Twelve Rules for Life, and there's so much in there. Yeah, it's so dense. It's <laughs> some of it's so good, and and some of it's just so just gets my back up, man. And okay. it's, um, but especially around his you know his gender identity stuff, I find that you know that. Um, Kind of duality stuff and that comparison between order and chaos I find that really yeah, order and chaos that's what order I and chaos. Sorry, and I, calm and chaos yeah order and chaos I find that really interesting I definitely think that the arts are a place for the the Dionysian in all of us I think if you were gonna like the, the the Greek mythology around order and chaos would be the difference between Apollo you know reason um, rationality calm order and then Dionysus you know the he's the god of wine chaos um, dance you know just kind of total abandonment of order and so I think um, I definitely feel that spirit of Dionysus when I'm shooting, okay. and 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 embracing the chaos um, because you know there's a lot of anxiety when you like stare at you know like Frederick Nietzsche said you stare at the abyss and the abyss might stare back at you you know like I think chaos is unknown it's um, it's totally filled with anxiety and fear but for some reason. 
in the engulfed in some kind of artistic creative practice it feels so good and feels so righteous and so that's I, I going back to your question it is that feeling of freedom and that Dionysian spirit that I really love and I think you know it kind of lifts the spirits and I hope anyway that someone walks away from a shoot with me going holy shit I feel awesome man and most people do and I love hearing that I people go like Ah, oh, that wasn't what I expected, you know, like I feel like me, I feel free. And so, um, yeah, I, th I do believe it's embracing the chaos. So that, interesting. Oh, I'm just going to quickly check. <laughs> it is recording. Um, so is that part of it then? The uncertainty is almost part of the addiction of yeah, the nature of what you do because so. you within the shoot are staring into the abyss and it actually feels good yeah yeah it, it and it does look i think if if you if you like orderliness and and um straight lines and stuff like that it, it like the way i do things anyway it probably won't be ideal for you i think um it's it's a moment when I, at least when I'm working, I'm really touching the moment and just sort of being there and just like letting things happen. Indeed, it's okay to turn up to a shoot with a plan, but I've learned... That things don't go linear. <laughs> I've learned that it's better just to embrace the shit that happens, the shit show that happens, you know, like... Because you're going to have the right ingredients on the day, you're going to have, you know, good casting, good model, some, cl some cool clothes, great designer, cool concept, an amazing photographer, stylist, <laughs> makeup here, and all of those ingredients go into making a really good cake. You just don't know what that cake's going to be sometimes. So it's just the ingredients is there. What's it going to be? Who knows? And so that's that. I think that's the fun part about it, man. It's just like this, just getting something that has never been done before out of complete, yeah, just ingredients. It's the, but so, so, yeah. the, so, so the end copy is the is the order within the chaos that is the shoot is that right god i didn't even this is fair i find this fascinating it's good because, because again you imagine people could point and shoot and think like oh i could become a photographer and it's like yeah. absolutely not like there's a lot involved and perseverance being one of those things and comfort and courage within uncertainty to yes. persevere shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot yes and it's definitely a feeling thing yeah I, I definitely have to feel it the connection has to be there um, and so uh, I've been in situations where um, the lighting hasn't been right like the vibe hasn't been right and then um, I've tried to push pull uphill you know like swim up the river yeah. try and go against the grain and like try and make it no this is what I want this is what I have to do yeah. this is the idea that I was trying to achieve yeah. and then at that time it's actually better for me to go yo can I have 10 minutes go take a breath <laughs> come back and go what does it feel like what's your instincts right now yeah. and the instinct is often proves me right you know and it's better it's, instead of trying to stamp something Apollo, yeah, like yeah, yeah. stamp Apollo, yeah, yeah. stamp order yeah. on something that is naturally should yeah. be chaotic yeah. and embraced. 
it's the death of creativity as far as I'm concerned yeah as soon as I start putting reason and rationality on it it's it's got to be about feeling an instinct for me and then bang the magic happens and then I'm listening to people as well I'm communicating and I'm like seeing things hearing things and I'm a lot more open to it and 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 then it's not about me anymore. I've left my put my ego yeah, in yeah, the bin yeah. and yeah. yeah. Hey, so have there ever been times then where you've taken a break? You know, take a break, have a listen to your feelings and what's going on with how you're feeling about. It. Have there ever been times where you have just called a shoot off and said, you know what, it's just it just doesn't feel right. Let's come back. Like let's let's come back in a week or what yeah, have you. Like. Yeah, yeah. Have there ever been shoots where you've had to make that call because you just know that you are potentially forcing something that? Yeah. I, don't, um, I mean, obviously, yeah. if you're working with mo- if you're working with models and they're and they're being paid and they're agents and all that, then you yeah. you kind of have no choice. There's, but. there's no choice. The amount of times I've had there's that shit show on the inside, like which is the panic attacks. The amount of times I've like been panicking and be but on the outside I'm like yo guys this is great we're going great yeah yeah it's all fine and on the inside I'm turning around going holy shit get me the fuck out of here I am dying it's kind of like I imagine it would be like that kind of feeling if you're a stand-up comedian and you're dying on stage yeah. like how do you kind of yeah, yeah. So you have to keep finishing your set I have to finish the set so I'm there I'm there for a reason I've only flown up there for the day maybe sometimes and then yeah they book the model there's no there's no going back you yeah. know so sometimes it might be just like I'll go to the client I need 15 minutes just to get some fresh air and then and then it's what funny. Do, yeah, what, yeah. Do, what do you do in that 15 minutes? <laughs> like, what is your process for... Um, I go... I, it's me just going... Oh, breath is a really big thing. Learn that's a really good thing. Lots of water. <laughs> and then... I remember um, I did a shoot many many years ago and it was just the way I walked back into the room and I just saw something and it was just like oh we've actually just got to move the whole set around on this angle and it will be fine and then other times it'll be like the makeup artist might say well how about you shoot from this angle or the client might say I think here's a really good idea and then it's and then I'm listening and then I'm going, okay, let's go do that. You know, like, instead of me, like, panicking, oh, it's all up to me. Oh, God, it's all on me. I have to fucking solve this problem. It's more about, like, everyone's, the psychic storm has kind of calmed and all of a sudden people were able to... Input so the fog is dispersed and you actually kind of can see something more quickly. It takes a little bit of time and, it, and I think, I, I think that's, that's really good advice, you know, I, that panicky stuff that happens, it's like holy shit, I'm fucked, the shoot isn't going well, um, it doesn't look anything, the client, I can tell the client isn't happy, what are we going to do? Take Give me a ten, take a moment, <laughs> let's take a moment and then something usually does happen. So take a moment. So the, the cl- so the cliche, and yet cliches are cliches for a reason. Take a moment, take a breath. Yeah, yeah, it really and then And then go back to it and things yeah, yeah. will look different. Just, yeah, and just be open, I think. I, it works for me. I'll just say from, from first point of view, 
take a breath and I let myself be open. And then... What do you, what do you mean, let yourself be open? Oh, I might just have a conversation with the makeup artist or the model. How are you doing? Is everything okay? Da, da, da. Change the subject. Um, try and de-stress the situation. And then, and then someone will come with an idea or like... Yeah, and the flow will come back again. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's sort of like I've been swimming upstream for a little bit. Step out of the water. <laughs> or just let yourself, and go. Go. let yourself go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back downstream where yeah, you might actually I, find That's it. the best way to describe it. I can't, and that's why it's all about feeling for me. It's got to be like, okay, this is feeling right. Um, what did you just say then? Okay, cool. That's a really good idea. Hmm. Let's go that way. And then, yeah. And so are you, as a creative, well, you're not just a creative person, you're an academic as well, effectively. You're an academic as well, effectively. Postgrad at Victoria University. Postgrad, you have a PhD. Yes, I do. <laughs> of course, of course you wouldn't, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here to tell people. But do you, do you live your life that way in general, even with academia or anything else that you, you, go with your gut, your feeling, more than your brain, or not, or, or does it depend on the situation you're in? I think the best thing that academia did for me was it gave me the tools to articulate the chaos that's inside, you know, I now I can sit down and write, I love writing, I love doing that, I love being able to, uh, uh, like, articulate concepts and ideas and stuff like that, so that's what academia did for me, however, Spending that much time doing a postgrad degree I ended up quite cerebral after a while. Like it was like all in my head. So um, photography and and I play guitar and I write. That gets me in touch with my heart again and those intuitive stuff. That intuitive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but for a very long time, I was um, kind of I. Intellectual humility is something that I've been really embracing and that is sometimes academia can put up some real um, Forty-torty kind of stuff. Yeah, it's you really have... strong walls around ideas and stuff like that. No, this is my idea because you spend a lot of time arguing like concepts and theories and stuff like that and sometimes it's hard to see the wood for the trees so I think you know, I've tried to try to um, kick my own ass a lot because uh, as much as possible or let the world kick my ass and be okay with it does that make sense uh, like, do, you, do you invite the world to kick your like yeah, are you that open possible yeah I, re I really like I, I one of the things it, it's one Constant of those peer review that life peer review ongoing on, ongoing life peer review as much as possible it's my age too like I'm 46 in February and and um, yeah and it's you look and you know, I've, the more, the older I get, the, the more I realize how, but I've been carrying around bad ideas in my head and that ideas are there to be examined and overturned and you know, um, that I, I'm not sure if I'm making too much sense right now, but I think people, tend to hold on to things, ideas that yeah, haven't been might, critiqued or, or... Yeah, that might have just run its course. Um, and I think 
I learned this when I got sober because I got I've been seven years drug and alcohol free now and I used to believe certain things around alcohol and drugs that I needed them that um, they were important for creativity that um, so people like me and my idea of myself people like me drink and do drugs people like me smoke cigarettes and those are kind of ideas I had about my identity that were not true at all like I just thought to be cool you had to smoke cigarettes that that's going back to when I was 16 I just kind of held on to that idea forever <laughs> and um, you know and all of my heroes drank and did drugs and so that's what I should do too. Yeah, so those are some of the things that I, like when I decided to get sober, I was like, holy shit, I've been holding on to these dumbass ideas that are actually destroying me. Why do I do that? So I had to let go of that mythology of myself. And, and it did two things, you know, it allowed me to get sober and it allowed me to actually be far more creative because I, I felt like I was a little bit more open and I would listen to I'm listening to people more instead of saying yeah I know what's best you know I'm the auteur I'm the creative genius here you know that's total bullshit like I listening to people seeing things seeing lights the way that you know light shapes the world like I think um, I, I wrote about this when, when someone was asking me about like what's the best advice you can give for a photographer I'd say you know ignore the subject you know like you you look at a, pretty flowers you know like growing somewhere you know I want to take a photo of those flowers no don't just divorce the idea of the flowers and look at the way that the light is shaping the world and the way the light is hitting those flowers and the shapes and the shadows that are kind of like um, engineering that scene for you you know and that is really the best way to to take a photo and it's the best angle to take a photo from don't go oh the flowers are pretty the flowers don't exist it's the um, it's the way that the natural forces are shaping your perception you know like that is what should be observed the most and I think that has been of, 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 um, and a, a big learning experience for me and deeply humbling as well, you know. Um, so you see things in a very different way, like even with the being drug and alcohol free, it has opened up your creativity. Oh, totally, totally. It, it's such a gift, man, like to, like, so good that I get to do this every day like even in you know a wedding you know I'm doing it's really busy and crazy and chaotic but I turn up and like I'll see a morsel of light like hitting a building or a tree or like you know um, and I was going oh, I'm gonna put someone in that bit of light and it's just totally changes the mood and the feel I, that's just one example but I just feel lucky to have learned that now um, and it's it's a latter thing it, it's a it's happened in a latter part of my life I should say so um, previously I think I'd turn up and go this is the way it should look and this is the way it, it has to happen you know and now it's more like I'm letting things happen and so, 
So previously it was constructed and planned and more clinical, but now you, yeah, and you've learned to be comfortable. Very ego-driven, creative process, like, this is the way I want it, which is fine. There's actually, you know, um, I have to do that often, technically, you know, figure out ways to actually make things look a certain way for a client, but oftentimes the real goody, juicy stuff happens when I'm seeing the world, the way my perception is being shaped by those natural forces in the world, and just going, and just letting letting it happen, letting that shot happen, and it, it's really quite Zen Buddhist kind of in a way, I suppose, like sort of just like, or Taoist I should say, very like let it happen, let it flow, step back and observe the world, and then, and you'll see, yeah. you'll see, and so that's a. But so, coming back to what you talked about before, is that, is that, that Taoist kind of acceptance or you know understanding the Taoist approach and kind of being okay with it is that the chaos within the order like is there both do you do you back to the yin yang symbol I know, yeah, I know. the Taoist <laughs> thing is that yin yang yeah. thing oh, so, so do you yeah. so do you still approach shoots with a level of order and organization but knowing that it could go a completely different way or or do you turn up to shoots no, Sometimes just feeling like we're, I'm just going to see what I'm just feeling today. Like let's just see what happens. Yeah, like I, I mean, there, I, I love a good schedule. I turn up on time, oftentimes early. That's my, that's the order. You know, I, asked I, asked the designer. You know, like what is it about this collection? What's the story? What kind of fabric did you use? And that's kind of like. Those are some of the questions that are part of my planning part of me, and that's deeply respectful. I think you need some order, um, but yeah, the moments of magic are in that other side, you know, the the chaotic side. So, you know, as long as there's a little bit of structure, as long as everyone's respectful and nice, everyone turns up on time. Um, you know, you, you can't have total chaos. Let's put it that way. But the real juicy stuff happens in the Dionysian spirit, I think. See that, see, that to me is an amazing insight. Yeah. Understanding that you can potentially order as much as you want and plan as much as you want, but the real nuggets and magical moments may actually be found in those moments of chaos where there has been no control or no um, understanding of what's going to happen or what's going to change. But yeah, it's like the um, yeah that feeling of the uh, you know the winners of life uh, are those that can have a level of certainty within the uncertainty and and see the potential in those moments and grow as a result of that and see it as a benefit. So that's cool. Absolutely, that's such a great answer. and a, a really good advice would be for anyone I think would just be um, in those chaotic moments. Those are the times to use your instincts and be okay with feeling out the sh uh, the the whatever you're doing the for me the shoot feeling the shoot um, but there are definitely are times where it is a job and you have to be respectful to everyone on set and and it's the client you're working for yeah and then you know and otherwise yeah you'd be constant madman you can't live in you can't live uh, in that world, <laughs> a mad, you know, like, you, yeah. The crazy guy. Yeah, I keep thinking of, um, 
Oh god, why can't I remember his name? Like the drummer from The Who. What's his name again? Oh, oh god, I can't, I can't remember. remember. But he just lived in chaos the whole time. Like, <laughs> and he knew. Yeah. And his life was just constant chaos. But it seemed like that. <laughs> I mean, he parked, a, he parked a Rolls Royce in a swimming pool. Oh, yeah, once yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty chaotic, you know. So, um, oh God, it starts with K. Help me, listeners. Chaos. Yeah, chaos. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think that's man. I've just absolutely vomited you. Vomited at I'm you. I'm glad you did, man. That's Vomit okay. away. It's okay. And you're <laughs> so nice, all up. James. You're so nice and just so like. Mm, I'm keen to to learn and and interested in people that's what I really like about your your page and what you do it's just like you're genuinely interested in people it's cool it's uh, and um, there's mm. so much to learn we haven't we haven't even scratched the surface of you as a person in your life (laughs) we haven't even really touched on academia and what what you've done you've mentioned your sobriety yeah I mean there's just so much you know Yeah, yeah and and it's yeah and even in this short conversation we've had so many insights you know what i mean yes photographer or not it's it's the order and the chaos it's the it's the it's all of that yeah 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 i um because we because i think we live in a chaotic world as well so it's you know pertinent comments you're sharing i think absolutely absolutely i think um it's even more so than now, like there's this kind of feeling that the world's like unhinged completely. Um, and That's I, a great way to describe it. Yeah, it's, but you know, I, my advice would, more advice, I've got to stop giving advice, but like I'm trying to like. But that's why we're here, FYI. Yeah, I don't think this, yeah, avoid um, political sound bites, <laughs> political sound bites that are far too simplistic, you know, like. Put them in boot camps, you know, like or fucking, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a really, yeah. I, I, the the situation is far more complex, and it's just being okay with that complexity. You know, I, I don't think there's simple solutions to what's happening now. I mean, um, yeah, for me, that's the kind of yeah. The order stuff can be it's it's quite comforting. Yeah. But we've all got to be okay with this feeling of chaos. We've got to make peace with chaos, I think. Um, otherwise, order, you put too much order everywhere and it just becomes rigid and non-adaptable. And um, more, more than ever, we all just need to be a bit more fluid and flexible with our worlds. Mm, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. I think that's a perfect way to end this yes. conversation. Yes. It is. I love it. We've been doing the yin yang thing. And you know what? I hassle people who have yin yang t- tattoos, but I might have to get one. <laughs> well, I was thinking about getting one a while ago, so now I'm definitely not. Because <laughs> next really time I see you, you're going to be like, what is you know that what? shit? I'm going to get a yin yang symbol with fucking dolphins flying over it or some shit <laughs> like that and a rainbow coming out of that. Because it means so much to me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you very much for that. No, thank you. I appreciate it.